and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Welcome back once again, Bread and Circus Podcast. I am Rooster here with Crow. Hello. How are you doing, Crow? Pretty good. Uh, we are joined today once again by Falcon. How you doing, Falcon? Good, you. Hey, I didn't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I distinctly heard you say that say that you asked. Wait, I said that. <laughs> Let's start over. No. Okay. Never mind. Didn't do it. Didn't Did, happen. Oh, are you gaslighting me? Yes. Oh, because we we finally know what gaslighting means. I I don't want to say I know. I continually forget, and then when I see it happen, I go, "Oh yeah, that's what it is." <laughs> you know, it's like pornography. I don't know it until I see it. Mm. You know, so that's the first thing we're talking about today. No, I'm kidding. Um, all right, so I want to start off with talking about uh, how no one will be allowed anywhere in the world to have an abortion again because uh, a bunch of men in suits said uh, it's illegal and no one can do it. Isn't that right? Isn't that what happened? That's what the, the, the line against that now is the Republicans are saying, you know, it was a bunch of old white men that uh, codified Roe versus Wade. <laughs> what I love is they say, yeah, that, these uh, we don't we don't need old white men telling us what to do with our bodies. And they're like, well, one of them's black and one of them's a woman. And yeah. like, Never mind. And then you uh, hear what, who was it? Uh, what governor was it? Which governor was it? Uh, the California governor, what Newsom? Newsom that came out and said that if if uh, if men could have babies, that they, this none of this would be happening right now, and all the trans are like, oh my, yeah. they're all up in arms <laughs> because well, men can have babies. Damn it! Yeah, no kidding. They can. I keep hearing people say, you know, men can menstruate. It's like. Technically, I know it's February, but nobody calls it that. Yeah, you know, and. Technically, the spelling is Wednesday, but nobody says that either. <laughs> All right, um, especially Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> I hate especially. Uh, especially, yeah. yeah, I do. Um, or espresso. Yeah, espresso, etc. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if I say that actually. I think you et do. Etc. I think I do say etc. Yeah, that's one of the few things that it's I always bug me. Yeah. Every time you do it, I want to hit you. I don't know if I've ever said etc. in front. It's, of you. it's been years. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No, you do et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. no, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so what happened was there was a leak from the Supreme Court, which is a pretty serious thing. The So the justices write an opinion, and the, the, the um, senior, the chief justice, says, all right, we've, we've sort of voted. Everybody, you know, figure out which side you're on and he picked someone to write the opinion and he picked justice alito who is a um conservative justice 73 years old been on the court for a long time wrote the opinion um 73 pages very detailed and we'll come back to that in a minute but uh someone probably a clerk for one of the justices leaked it did we not did we not find out yet who my theory is they know okay my theory is that they know, and the person who did it is not going to be called out because this is a this is a Roberts thing. And I I gotta admit, 
um, that I'm starting to, the guy's starting to bug me. So um, I understand what he's trying to do with the court, but there's a point where you have to say, look, we can't, we can't worry about how this looks politically all the time. At some point, we got to do the right thing. Um, so I don't think we're ever going to find out who it was. But those attorneys, because that's what the justices are, and all the people affiliated with them are very powerful people. And I think they're going to sort of effectively shadow ban that person's career. I think they're going to be like, put the black mark on them. And so, but it got out. And for whatever reason, assuming it was a lefty, putting it out to sort of give everybody heads up and whip everyone up for the uh, uh, midterms. I have heard a recent theory that it was someone on the right who yeah. did it, which seems ridiculous. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. And let's wait and see, you know. But I, what would be the point? Yeah. You know? So, anyway, you got some thoughts on that, Falcon? I don't really think anyone on the right would probably leak it because, how do I put it, on the right side, you're probably going to have a little more morals and respect for the institution. How dare you? Uh, Yes, shame on me. It's probably true, though. Uh, How dare you, too? (laughs) I'm disgusted. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree. It just doesn't, I can't see any strategic thinking that leads you to someone on the right putting it out. Mm-hmm. So it's someone on the left who did it and they've done all the yelling and screaming and all that stuff. And the funny thing to me is when this happens to people on the right, they generally go, well, that sucks. That was underhanded and sneaky. You dirty bastards. And the left goes out and doxes people and tries to get people, uh, killed and does this, uh, hyperventil. And yes, I'm saying they do try and get people killed. This uh, hyperventilating stuff that they do. Now, the right will do some of that, too, but not like the left does. I mean, they've gone into, well, if they can do this, um, if they can take a woman's constitutional right, which, by the way, it's not a constitutional right. No, fuck no. It was, uh, there was some very flimsy law that was created to make Roe. And it's not a constitutional right, like freedom of speech and all that stuff is, which is actually in the document, uh, the Constitution. Um, they're saying, well, if they can take away that right, then what about the right to, uh, inter, uh, for, uh, racial marriages, yeah. interracial marriage or, uh, or, uh, what if they can ban gay people and on and on and on. And if you read Alito's opinion, which I haven't read all of, but he goes out of his way to make, to call out each one of those examples. I've read some of it that say, no, this is different because this, and this is different because that. You know, and so you could tell that he was he was trying very hard to see what was coming and right. And this is one thing I will give Roberts credit for. Roberts right relies heavily on precedent. And it was pretty easy to see that Alito is trying to weave his way through the minefield of precedent to hit just this and not everything else. But the left's not having it. They don't want to hear it. It's. So now they are uh, going to, um, they've been to Kavanaugh's house and Robert's house, and they are um, protesting at their homes, which to me is a, it's a bridge too far. Well, not only that, it is illegal. There's code out there that says specifically, it's, it's basically called court tampering. And, they're, and they, they specifically say in the, in the, um, the law, I have, to, I have to find it, but uh, that you can't go to, you can't uh, parade or protest at court or at judges' houses. Well, I want to know why. I saw this meme the other day that had a picture of 
you know, the crowd outside of uh, the White House or the Capitol building for the January 6th insurrection. But then it showed people beating on the doors of the Supreme Court. And it said, this is an insurrection. This is a peaceful protest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it I mean, they're they're banging on the doors or you could say maybe they're not trying to get in. But I mean, who knows what oh, happened if those doors opened? I'm opening up Fox's web, website here. So get oh, ready for an hateful, automatic. You hateful. No, bastard. an automatic play know, like a video just, play. Just you hateful bastard. But uh, so according to Fox News here, uh, Biden says MAGA crowd is the most extreme political organization that's existed in recent American history. And that's based on what happened with, uh, I with don't think he said recent. I think he said ever. Okay. This is the the headline though. So yeah, we'll use the, the actual quote here. Uh, yeah. So president Biden on Wednesday reacting to the leaked draft opinion, signaling the Supreme court's intention to over to overturn Roe versus Wade slammed Republicans. Oh, he didn't, he slammed Republicans, but he didn't slam the fact that, you know, some piece of shit leaked the uh, uh, draft opinion. That's not the story. Yeah. Saying the controversy is about a lot more than abortion, warning that the MAGA crowd is the most extreme political organization that's existed in recent American history. Is that they're quoting him directly? So I don't remember him saying recently. <sighs> Maybe he mumbled that like he does everything else. Oh, but, you know, that's following remarks from the White House announcing that his administration is on track to cut the federal deficit by $1.5 by the end of the fiscal year. Okay, well, here's one thing, not to get too far afield on this. People need to understand that deficit and debt are two different things. You know, our debt, our $30 trillion in debt that you see the calculator on just spinning all the time, the deficit is the amount every year that we spend over that contributes to the debt. By cutting the deficit, you are still contributing to the debt you're just saying, well, the amount we borrowed um, is way less than the, the amount we normally do. It doesn't, when they say they're going to cut the debt, I'll be impressed. Yeah, so you were talking about the um, pro-abortion protesters marching to the homes of Kavanaugh and Roberts. Mm -hmm. This was from Fox News 57 minutes ago. Uh, they they chanted, they were there, they did it. And they chanted, keep abortion safe and legal. You know, after I heard the the news came out about the leak. Here's a song about a new problem. There it is. You happen. know what, though? At least you warned us. Yeah. yeah, but the first one didn't do it. Why did this one? Uh, first tab didn't do that. Uh, so that day I was driving downtown Minneapolis doing some uh, doing some surveillance, as, as, as I want to do. That's what I do with my life. I just drive around downtown Minneapolis surveilling. Um, <laughs> rooster's, give, all. rooster's giving me the look. It's like, what you talking about, Willis? Yeah, no kidding. Um, so I was driving around as I as I do, and I do I do just about every day. I, I go downtown Minneapolis, and uh, here walking across the street comes some flouncy, you know, light and loafers dude wearing a pink boa and a sign hanging around his neck that said "Keep abortion legal." And he had a megaphone, and as he walked down the street, he it was by himself. He wasn't with a crowd of people. He just decided to take it upon himself, I guess, or maybe he was meeting up with them later. Or maybe he had met up with them and decided just to take it, take it, take it solo mm -hmm. after that. Uh, and uh, and then as uh, the light turned green and he walked by, I heard him like just shouting to this little his megaphone as he's walking down the sidewalk to no one in particular. Hey hey ho ho, got to go. I didn't know what he was saying, but it was one of those hey hey ho 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 bullshit ones. It's like what the fuck? I really wanted to go. Oh, so keep abortion legal. 
keep abortion legal. And how about if I want to abort you and just pop right in the nose? Well, I love that this thing where all these women are saying no uterus, no choice. All that transphobic. I got, I got, yeah. Well, first of all, that means that takes a bunch of their allies off their side. But I've said this before. Let's, let's follow that logic. So if you got money back on your tax returns last year, you don't get to, you don't get to talk about the economy. You don't get to talk about, you know, you what's go. fair taxation. If you don't own a business, you don't get to talk about corporate tax rates. Well, how about this? If the guy has no choice, he has no obligation then. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, at, at the very least that. Well, again, the argument I've used with people who say, yeah, well, we'll agree to no abortions when a pu- Republicans agree to fully fund the childhoods of these kids until they're 18. Okay. I'm like, all right, okay, cool, let's do it. And they're like... <laughs> You're, Be, you because that's not so. really their, no. That's their, not it. That's not the hill they're going to die in. The hill they're dying is we want to murder babies. And who's pure the, and simple? Who's the woman who's the um, for convenience? She's the uh, New York City Attorney General or New York Attorney General. Yeah, I don't know. She's the black woman who um, was trying to push Cuomo. On. I think she's going to run for governor now. And okay. she talked about how she got an abortion because she got pregnant early in her life and she wasn't going to let it derail her life. And she walked proudly in there and she celebrated. Really? Then my you're an word, evil fucking person. My word, not hers. She didn't say celebrated, but she was, she did say proudly that she went and got an abortion. She was proud you're, to you're, do it. They were never supposed to be proud about it. That yeah. They were telling us that it was something that was, uh, you know, nothing to be proud of. And it was a, a hard decision to make and all that, but no, it's not. It's, well, it's who, all about, it's all about convenience. Who's the one fat, unattractive actress who, um, is always railing about Trump and uh, how would I? She the one who like basically oh, admits she molested her sister. Yeah, she was on Girls. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't remember her name. Just, who who needs to remember her name? Yeah, she um she was she said years ago she's like I'm just sad I haven't been pregnant so I can just get an abortion. Yeah, because she wants to be uh had that fellowship with other uh, yeah, and other people these who've had abortions. Women saying I want to go out and get pregnant just so I can have an abortion. I'm like, you are you're you're monster. You're yeah. a monster. Yeah. Yeah. There's something so many levels wrong with that. It's shit. broken. Yeah. It's just, that's just, that's a, it's narcissist. Well, and yeah. lost in all of this is the reason they said they set the time that they did on Roe was it was a viability issue. Well, the viability number keeps coming down. And that's why the Mississippi law said no, uh, the one that started all of this and that the, um, that the Supreme Court is hearing said, uh, anything after 15 weeks. Now, viability is not 15 weeks, but it's damn close. It's about 20. And uh, I, the one point I heard that I thought was thought was great about this, they said, you know, these women, uh, um, oh, it was Ann Coulter who brought it up. Um, by the way, have you heard of her talk recently? Yeah. She's starting to sound more like Biden. She sounds kind of slurring her words. And, A little bit off. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe she's drunk. Maybe. Um, so she said, you know, uh, and I've always, I've said before the rape and incest thing always makes me a little queasy on this. I don't know where to, where I, where I stand on that. I know exactly where I stand. I know where I want to stand and I can't, I don't know. That's the one part of this that's always gotten me. But she said, she said, what about what happened to the whole argument of the morning after pill? You got raped or there was an incestuous thing and you didn't go to the doctor and get the morning after pill. She goes, they give it to you. You know, I, I believe in most states it's in the rape kit that they have. There was a, 
there's a woman running for office somewhere and I, I wish I had this queued up, but she spoke, um, about, she, um, was born for her mother was 11 oh, years old yeah, and she yeah, was yeah. raped by a 21 year old man. And, and she had the pregnancy carried it through and had her, she goes, my life matters. Yeah. And that's no, powerful I, stuff. I know. I so know. I totally, that's where I stand. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, same token. I don't want to, Revictimize the woman by forcing her to do that, you know. It's, yeah, and that's—I don't know—that's where I'm. I have a hard time with that. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's. Diff- I'm not saying it's like so what. I'm not. I don't have that attitude. But but when it comes down to it, that's a distinct human life that has potential and and rights. Well, and that's where I do argue. I do have an argument with a lot of my friends on the right, as they say, "Well, the morning after pill is just an abortion pill." No, that's that's not what it is. It stops the egg from being fertilized. It is basically stops. Cons- uh, it's eleven. It's eleventh hour conception. Yeah, yeah. Does it? it? Does. Yep. Well, if it stops conception, then I don't know. I think yeah, that's different. Yeah. So because if the egg does not fertilize or the sperm does not fertilize the egg, it is not does not have the potentiality of right. becoming. Okay. So we're not talking about because there's the morning after pill and then there's the RDW something W R U four eighty six I think is a three yeah. day pill you can take up to three Which days after does it after the well but here's the other thing uh, knowing someone who is a uh, OBGYN that I know pretty well was telling me uh, and I could be getting this wrong but as I recall they said if you take a double dose of your um, birth control pills that could also stop it. Even though, I mean, not abort it, but, you know, sort of be a morning after pill. That that's it's basically what the morning after pill is in a way. But yeah, I, I could be wrong on that. So I mean, my understanding is some of them, how they work is they prevent the egg just simply from attaching to the uterus, stuff like that. I, mean, I don't know. I'm no medical guy. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. But anyway, Ann Coulter shot that argument down pretty quickly by saying, what are you, you're just going to wait? four months until you start showing and be like, oh, yeah, I was right. Mm -hmm. She said, so the point is that these women are who are saying, well, we need it for rape and incest. It's a disingenuous argument. Yeah. So So, I don't know. I'm just... One last thing on this this, uh, protest. The pro-abortion protesters marched to the homes of Justice John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh Saturday night for a candlelight vigil for Roe versus Wade, it was called. Protests began at a local cafe in Chevy Chase before they began their march to the homes of robbers in Kavanaugh with a flyer for the event stating that they will protest out that outside the houses for reproductive freedom. Uh, they could be heard chanting, keep abortion safe and legal. During the protest, images of coat hangers could also be seen chalked in the streets where the march took place. A left-wing group called Shut Down DC is also planning on holding another protest outside of Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito's house on May 9th. The evening of Monday, May 9th, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they're, I don't want to read their little um, screed. But, uh, oh, yeah, they'll do it at his home, gather nearby, and then uh, have a candlelight uh, and speakers to share testimonies. Moments of silence. The moment for sil- uh, silence for what? Not for the babies. Right. <laughs> what, do you, what do you typically have a moment of silence for? Uh, somebody who's died or yes. passed or something like that. But they're having a moment of silence for... The Roe versus Wade decision, I guess. Well, it has passed away in a sense. Yeah. Well, so here's two things on this. One, the first is if if you doxed these people, if you figured out who they were who led these protests and a bunch of conservative people went to their homes and protested, 
What do you think their response to that would be? Oh, it, it'd be uh, it'd be, it'd be uh, another yeah. January sixth. Yeah, it, they they would throw they would try to find ways to throw them in prison and, and forget about them for a couple of years. What well, was like that? I can't remember his name because he's unimportant. The uh, NBA writer who was talking about when they're having all these protests and everything about racial stuff. He's like, "Yeah, go get them." And then they came to his neighborhood, and he's like, "Hey, not here. Somebody call the cops." So that's what these people would do. Um, and then secondly. Again, I, I did all my fanboying on Elon Musk last episode, so I'm not going to do it here. But Google now apparently is taking down any maps to the homes of the Supreme Court justices, especially Kavanaugh and um, and Roberts. You can't find them online. They're taking them down. And they said, nope, this violates our terms of service policy. My question is, if Musk doesn't buy Twitter... Does Google still do that? And my my theory is that even though Google's a separate company and it's they just, haven't up to this point for anything like that. I know it just seems to me like they're. It seems like the tide is turning a little, and maybe they're a little afraid of what could be coming for them. They didn't do it when people went up to Tucker. Was it Tucker Carlson's home yeah. and a couple other? Um, but uh, but do they Fox s- news people? Is is Musk's purchase of Twitter the first sort of? stone thrown into their perfectly tranquil pond and now they're seeing the um the midterms coming up and know that there's probably going to be a huge red wave in there enough at least so that the republicans can take over congress and maybe even now the senate are they worried about some regulation on them no i think what they're going to do and they're worried about is now that twitter's uh, Elon musk got twitter and he's supposedly going to be allowing MAGA people and, and, and the right to voice their opinion, they're going to double down on all the fucking shit they've been doing to try to stop it, the, the opinions from getting out. And they're going to turn their attention on what they can do together collectively to, to silence uh, Twitter and Musk. Yeah, but I don't think they can. They're going to try, though. I mean, I don't know what they can do, but they're, they, you can, I can bet, I can guarantee you this. They've got a bunch of people sitting around going, what can we do and well, trying to figure it out? I mean, what they did with Parler was they basically said, we're just not having it in our app store. Yeah. So they didn't shut it down, but it's there. Right. Um, but they're not, they're not going to, they're not going to learn from this, like what they need to learn. But Twitter is too big with too many lefties on it. They can't shut it off. Yeah. If they do, how are all these. Yeah, who's the guy um, that was always bugging Trump? The one CNN, Jim Acosta. Yeah. How are the Jim Acostas of the world going to do their job if yeah, they I, don't have Twitter? I just, I just, I can, I can't think what they can do. But, but I didn't think what happened to the lead up to the last, the last election here with Biden. I didn't think they'd be able to get away with all the bullshit they got away with, and on all the underhanded shit they were doing to to silence people. I didn't think they'd be able to do all the things they did to, to, to give, make Biden the, the most elected president ever. Well, their answer to everything is to double down on everything. Yeah, that's and what I think they're going to do. They're reaching ridiculous levels on it because now this new ministry of truth, basically, it, I mean, people are going, yeah, that, I mean, even people on the left are going, wait a second, that doesn't sound very good. Yeah. And then when someone asked the, uh, the person that, that's, I can't remember the guy. Who's uh, ahead is of it, it Mayorkas? Could be. But they asked him. Homeland Security. They asked, yeah, they asked him, well, what are you going to, I mean, are you going to be spying on people? What are you going to do? He's like, no, no, no. We're just, we're just going to be. And it was all this like word salad of, we're going to be uh, best practices and gobbledygook. 
That's what we're going to be doing. And then she goes, well, I mean, so you have no no authority whatsoever, but we'll be working with the FBI. We'll be working with Homeland Security. We'll be working with... And it's like, you, so you're just going to tell them, you're going to give them directives on what to do, and then they're going to do it. So no, we have no authority. Did you hear Rand Paul go after him? No. Oh, Rand Paul just lit him up for like a minute, just on and on. He goes, I don't... And you could even hear the guy like, I think of that scene from Uncle Buck with John Candy when his girlfriend's yelling at him. Do you know that scene? That's been he's so on long. the phone talking to her and he's like, she's like, just you suck, Buck. You're there. And he's just like, but it gets, I just, oh, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> so he was, I don't think it's Mayorkas now that I think about it. But yeah. anyway, he was, he was trying to talk and Rand Paul keeps going. He's asking all these rhetorical questions. Like, who do you think is going to be the people who are in charge of this? Let me tell you who's going to be. And the guy was like, but I just, Senator, I, I just, and, and uh, Rand Paul said, I don't want the government involved in anything to do with speech. He says, when did we get to a point where we can't talk about stuff like these are bad opinions to have or these are dangerous opinions to have? He goes, I don't want the government deciding whose opinion is dangerous. But Rooster, they're not deciding. They're just it's just best practices that they're going to disseminate. Well, here's something you'll be happy to hear. And uh, me admitting I was wrong. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. You ready for this? Well, you already did with Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't uh, I haven't fully embraced you that. Turned one, the corner but, quite uh, yet. But I feel it's coming okay. <laughs> you know just like one day when you're gonna have to admit you don't hate dan <laughs> um so now i lost where i was going okay so i always being a free market capitalist when people said well you know twitter google they're youtube they're private companies they can do it through. and i was like yep gotta stick with my principles until it was pointed out to me that the only reason they're doing anything they do is threat of government regulation so the government goes, hey, we believe in free speech, and you do too, right? Right. But sometimes people say things that are bad, so, you know, we can't do anything. But maybe you should do something about it. And if you don't, not saying, just saying, you know. So why is it that when these tech companies have the, they have these hearings and they bring Z- uh, Zuckerberg or who um, who's the other one? Um uh, Jack Dorsey, Dorsey, or whoever else, when they bring them to testify and they look like they're shitting bricks, is it? I thought that was just a show. Like they, they look nervous. Like well, Zuckerberg think, looks nervous up there. I think Mark Zuckerberg talking to people looks it's, like yeah. he's gonna. Okay, you know. maybe that was it because it looked like just a show to me. But 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 because Bezos wasn't. Bezos was freaking eating lunch in the middle of it. Okay, he's like drinking water. And I could I could imagine what uh, Elon Musk would be like in front of them too. You, you know, know I. I think Elon Musk would be like the beginning scene from Iron Man 2, you know, when Sam Rockwell's in, he's like, here's what we're going to, and he just goes, uh, yeah, I've hijacked your system now, and let me show you why you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I would never, I've gotten in recently into watching um, clips of Tyson Fury, the boxer, because Joe Rogan and Mike Tyson were talking about him, you know, this is one of the rabbit holes I went to, not because of that, I had heard about him and everything, and Tyson and Rogan are saying he might be the best heavyweight ever. I mean, he's six foot nine and he's fast. I mean, it shows, there's one clip of a guy trying to hit him Matrix style and he's just like moving all over. And just ducking goes, in no guy never moves. No guy who's six foot nine moves like that. He he took Klitschko to school. He just beat the hell out of him. Um, but uh, oh, I forgot where I was going with the Tyson Fury thing. Uh, well, you're listening to him. You went down a rabbit hole and you watched some opinion he had. Yeah, I lost it. Oh. Damn it. Is he a conservative? <laughs> no. Um, oh, shit. I had a good point. Well, we were talking about Elon speaking oh, okay. in front of. Yep. Great point. Thank you very much okay. for saving me. I would never box Tyson Fury. 
Okay. I would never pretend to think that I could. And yet you get these senators out there and who get people, they haven't done it with Musk, but they get people like that in front of them and go, let me tell you something. Yeah, they're so used to being um, their assholes licked by their uh, subordinates that they, <laughs> that they think it's going to happen with everybody. I just want to go, this guy is so much smarter than you. Yeah. I mean, don't don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Don't bring a, you know, a uh, second-rate college education to, to this kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not talking about just him, but these kinds of people have taught themselves to code. They have... He's launching fucking rockets into space and putting satellites up there. And he, you, to take a car company and just build it from nothing, that doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, everybody's heard of Saturn, the car company, right? They're yep. big for a while. They went under. They had really smart people there doing it, you know? I mean, Lee Iacocca wasn't a brilliant genius as far as IQ, but he knew how to run a company and he brought Chrysler back from dead twice, you know? I don't understand where these politicians who basically have done nothing their entire fucking useless lives think they're going to get smart people in front of them and go let me teach you a lesson dummy do you know off the top of your head and i i wish i knew the subject but there was a uh senator questioning somebody and he's like can you give me an example of such and such and the guy's like yeah here's an example and he's like reclaiming my time reclaiming my time <laughs> and then he goes would you like another example he goes no we're done here <laughs> It just happened. I can't remember what it was, but it was like it made me laugh out loud hearing it because it was like so typical. Did you ever hear that one? No. By yeah. contrast, did you hear what Jim Jordan did to this uh, the same Secretary of Homeland Security? Mm -mm. He goes, I, I, "This is bugging me. I got to look up who he is." But um, he goes, "Yeah, forty-two people, or maybe it's forty-seven, but it's forty-two or forty-seven known criminals have been brought across the border. They were identified, and they were." let go to be monitored by Homeland Security. Where are they? Yeah. And he's like, well, Senator, I can get you that information. He goes, well, no, no, no that's good. He goes, let you me just know. be clear that the Secretary of Homeland Security does not know where these 42 good. dangerous people are. They came in. We just went, shame, shame. And then we let them loose and said, we're going to watch them. In the meantime, there were people that uh, trespassed in the Capitol and they're still being held without trial. Yeah. So did you hear, um, was it Brandon Strake stroke, whatever just got out of jail that just had an interview? The, 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 isn't he the guy that did the, uh, it is my walk away, by the way, the walk away, the Democrat walk away. Um, thing. I didn't know he was in jail. So I, I might be confused because there might be another guy with the same similar name, but they, he was, he was rounded up for, for whatever conspiracy or whatever and thrown in jail. And he was just on, I think it might've been Tucker. And gave an interview about what happened. And he goes, it was just a nightmare. He said, you know, I was just one night I was sleeping in my bed. And the next night the SWAT team showed up and dragged me away. And, you know, and they just treated me like I was a murderer. And, uh, you know, he uh, he didn't know what was going on. And he just got out, I think. So, he, I mean, it pretty much upended his whole life. Look, if they want to, they can find what, you know, they can find what they want to find on you. Yeah. Uh, I Really quick. I know we already talked about the abortion thing, but. This, this quote from Biden really pissed me off. This is uh, the, the speech, same speech where he said that uh, the MAGA crowd is the most dangerous, whatever. He goes, this is about a lot more than abortion, um, you know, the, the decision. He goes, uh, uh, this reminds me of the debate with Robert Bork. Bork believed the only reason you had any inherent right was because the government gave them to you. Not when, true. I know. When I was questioning him, 
as, as the chairman, I said, I believe I have the rights that I have, not just because the government gave them to me, which you believe, but because I'm just a child of God, I exist. Not true. So the idea that somehow there is an inherent right, that there is no right of privacy, that there is no right, Biden continued, <laughs> there had been a law saying a married couple could not purchase birth control in the privacy of their own bedroom and use it. Well, that got struck down. Not true. Yeah. What? Yeah. I How mean, you just fucking, what, what is with this? Why do people even consider trying to, like, someone tried to rescue that word salad, that mash. And someone said and tried to apologize for him and say, no, no, this is what he meant. Who's that person? I think that there's a whole inner circle of, you know, it's fucking disgusting. Um, what's his name? The the chief of staff, Ron Klain and uh, uh, Rice, Susan Rice. Oh, yeah. Susan Rice. Um, I, I think there's a group of five or six of them who are sort of pulling his puppet strings. But, yeah. you know, it's it's one thing to understand that politicians lie and. You know, they like to say, no, 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 we say things that get, you know, we make statements during campaigns that, you know, don't come true and people say it's a lie. No, no, no. I understand the difference between something you said you want to do that didn't happen. I'm not talking about when when Biden goes, oh, we're going to cure cancer in eight years. By the way, he said that. And it was well over eight years ago. <laughs> um, that's not a lie. You know, that's a that's being overly optimistic and hopeful. It's a wild ass. Delu yes. Delusion, de it's delusional. Just, it's delusional. It's yeah. not a lie. Um, as opposed to stuff like Robert Bork didn't believe in the Constitution. Yeah. So I said to him, I said, yeah. I'm a child of God and I deserve to exist. That yeah. never fucking happened. No. But, so that's my point. It's one thing to know that politicians will lie. It's another thing to hear a guy just lie yeah. and you go, not true. And he and goes, Pleh. perfect example of gaslighting right there or trying attempting to gaslight. He's taking a conservative Republican talking point that we and or, or limited government talking point that that there's no. Well, if you believe in the original, if you're an originalist, you you know that the founding fathers believed that our rights are inalienable. They were given to us by God. The government just protects those rights. They didn't give them yeah. to us. I don't think I don't think Bork is still alive. I think he died a few years ago. But if he was, he'd be like, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, that's what I said. Fucking steaming. <laughs> but Biden just took it and just but, took it and ran with it. But there's no better example than that when he was running for president. And I believe it was 84 when he was. And we've talked about this before that clip. It's like 30 seconds long where he's getting in that guy's face. Oh, in bull Iowa, bullshitting him. I'm smarter than you. I'll, I graduated here and blah, blah, blah. He tells five lies in 30 seconds, mm -hmm. all of which could easily be fact-checked. He's saying it on camera. And this. And I'm like, that's not an anomaly for him. He is comfortable making shit up. It's like Hillary Clinton and the, yeah, we went to Bosnia under sniper fire. Here's the video of you walking off the plane, high-fiving everybody, mm -hmm. you know? She's like, oh, yeah, we just... We, these people get so comfortable with delusional stuff. Look, when I lie to somebody, I know that I'm lying. I don't, like, go, no, here's what I did. But what if you Let said that you. lie, like, 27 times? Then you probably forget that it's a lie and tend to believe it. Well, you know who... Uh, codified that idea in the lexicon of modern uh, ideas. Benjamin Franklin? No. Hitler. 
what oh yeah. you tell a lie uh, uh what is what's telling it paraphrasing if you tell a lie enough times it becomes, it becomes the, truth. the truth okay that was hitler that was hitler that was franklin <laughs> <laughs> no. okay well you know he built the autobahn so <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes and you Volkswagen. Be right. Did you know that Volkswagen? Volkswagen. Was, it was Hitler's idea. Yeah, because you're supposed to say it that way. It literally means people's car. Yeah, initially you're supposed to go Volkswagen. He said he wanted a cheap car that the average person could afford. Dirty, dirty <laughs> Volkswagen. Yeah. And Schadenfreude means kill the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And, oh, and Farfignugan means uh, I don't know. Uh, Falcon. Uh, here's a odd little uh, history tidbit uh, did you know how Hitler tied his shoes <laughs> now he tied his laces into little Nazis <laughs> <laughs> you know not as dangerous as the MAGA crowd <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know <laughs> want to do some uh, would you rathers yeah Okay. And well, just just for the record, so we're clear, how many Jews did the uh, MAGA crowd kill? Wasn't it like 40 million Jews? The MAGA crowd? Yeah. The most dangerous? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, like 40. And I think it was just last weekend they did it, you know? Could have been. Uh, okay. Would you rather the government put barricades? Oh, barcodes. Sorry. I can't read. <laughs> Would you rather the government put barcodes on your wrist or microchip you? What's the difference? Well, okay, the barcode reads 666. <laughs> okay. And the microchip, you, you're not sure because it's under your skin. So whatever they tell you it is, you have to just accept. Yeah, no thanks. Both of those things creep me out. Yeah, uh, no to both, and I got a shotgun that says no. <laughs> okay, what if what, what if you had to choose one in order to just do commerce or to just to, to function society? They go, this is it. You, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to own a home. You're not going to be able to drive a car. You're not going to be able to go to work. You're not going to be able to, because you can't pay taxes, unless we put this barcode on your arm or you take a chip, one of the two, and you have to choose one. What would you choose? Honestly, as much as I, I am aware that people can uh, fill themselves with false bravado and say, you know, this is my line in the sand and blah, 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 and then they walk right over that. Great example in my own life. I've, you know, I told you how I did the vaccination thing. Um, mostly just because, not because I was worried about fitting in. I just didn't want the symptoms. My kids have not had it, right? We're going on a trip that we've paid for, and it's in Europe, and they have to have it to go. And I'm like, I'm not excited about it, but they're going to get the shot. Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not a big fan about it, but I also don't want them to keep my $20,000, you know? Yeah. So... But I honestly feel like that, the barcode or the microchip, that'd be my line in the sand. I would uh, immediately become a criminal because I would, I would, I would be working hard at uh, doing whatever underground bullshit I needed to do to survive without that. Yeah, I'd be sitting on my three acres going, eh, I'll stay here and do my own thing, just stay off my property. Yeah, good luck with that. You, you're going to have to go underground and, and, and work with some seedy people to make mm -hmm. to, to make a living after that at that point because the government is too fucking powerful. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to take your shit from I you. I would feel like that would be the part where people would start going, all right, this is our Alamo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, I, I honestly feel like And that. there's also the a lot of evangelicals. Like oh that's that's just that's a that's a bridge too far that's that's the uh, the end times are coming when they start marking the people because whatever they whatever the mark is they're gonna say it's six 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 you know if you look at it this way and squint one eye it's six 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 if you look at it that way you know that microchip 
It's got a string of numbers, 666 in the middle of it. Yeah, so, do you know where the 666 thing comes from? I don't want to get into it right now. <laughs> do you know, though? I don't I don't want to get into that. <laughs> not, we don't have to talk about it here. Do you know where it comes the from? 666? Yeah. It's numerology. It's the same. It's from uh, way back in the, the Torah. Right, but do you know whose name it's supposed to be? I don't know. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, would you rather never be able to be harmed from bullets again or have again (laughs) (laughs) or have an invisible protective shield around your car to protect you from any accidents bullets fucking bullets and absolutely bullets yeah yeah well it's because of my part-time job (laughs) wouldn't it be weird if you could be (laughs) i mean you, you could if you were invulnerable to like uh you know, knives and bullets and all that stuff, but you could still get your ass absolutely kicked. <laughs> yeah, no super strength, just like invulnerable. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But I mean, no, like the knives and bullets would, they would, I mean, the knife would break off, the bullets yeah. would bounce off. But you. someone could pick you up and toss you around like a rag doll <laughs> if they wanted to. Yeah. You know? Still get your ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> I'd still take it. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I think we've done this before, but the if you could choose one superpower, you, you'd still have weaknesses. But if you could choose two superpowers, there's two superpowers that would make you unstoppable. Teleportation well, and teleportation. No, teleportation and invulnerability. Because there's, you know, if you, you still have to sleep. I know. So there's a time they can get to you. But if you're invulnerable, they could still trap you when you're sleeping. Like in a, like a, whatever, like in a water pit, like, who knows, like a gelatinous cube or something. You're just stuck there. But if you could teleport, yeah. Well, I'm going to ruin this because it's years old. But the, do you remember the TV show Heroes? Mm-hmm. There was a guy in there who was invulnerable. They yeah. basically put him in a coffin and dropped him in the bottom of hey, the ocean. Didn't he go insane? Yeah. Yeah. I would, Because you would. Yeah. Because <laughs> isolation is one of the worst forms of punishment. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's considered a form of torture. Yeah. All right. Last one. Would you, would you rather only be able to use the opposite hand you use now or drive only using one hand? I drive using one hand all the time anyway. Drive one That's hand. a dumb one. Go yeah. to the next one. Yeah, I drive... I drive with both hands a lot, but you can easily drive with one hand because if you've ever ridden, driven a stick shift, you're driving with one hand most of the time. Yeah. Unless they say if you're driving that stick shift, you only get to use one hand to steer and to that's shift. A, that's a dumb question. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, could still would, drive a stick shift with one hand. Would you rather... Ha- I don't like Not one, one foot. I don't like that one either. Now you got to read it. All right. We're going to do these really quick because you're all dumb. Would you rather have your family, friends perceive your significant other as a loser or a liar? There's no difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you rather be a peacemaker or an instigator? Depends on the situation. Yep. Yep. Would you rather have a snowball or water balloon fight? Water balloons. Water balloons. Yeah. Way more fun. Yeah. Water balloons. Because because the summer's fun for one, you're out. In, Hard to out. hide a rock in a water balloon. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But you can put an eye out with a water balloon, can't you? You can put lot. You can put an eye out with a lot of stuff. Okay, last one. Would you rather lose your left leg or your right arm? I'm left left leg. leg. I'm right-handed. Left leg. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I'm left-handed, and I still want to lose my left leg because uh, do you see the bionic legs they have nowadays? They're they're amazing. I used to think I would never want to lose my hearing because of music. You know, and I would rather lose my eyesight mm-hmm. because of it. Oh, nope. Oh, nope. Oh, nope. Oh, no, 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 nope. no, 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 no. I was stupid. I was no, wrong. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you can still feel music. I was stupid and wrong. You can feel the bass of the music. I would go with the soundtrack I have in my head. Yeah. You can feel it when they drive by in the street. You can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to hear it. <laughs> I can hear it in the club. <laughs> right through the floor. 
All right. Uh, South Dakota is now probing a case of child hepatitis. Did you hear about this? So it's the 12th state to report the disease in America after a child in Wisconsin died from it. Um, it takes the total U.S. Uh, the U.S. totals to at least 32 confirmed or suspected cases of unexplained hepatitis. So, I'm glad you brought this up. Okay. Because a few people follow us on the Facebook page, and you should. I put a rant on there on Friday because the J and J shot that they said had clotting issues, and then they took it away, and then they went, okay, well, now it's okay now. They took it away again. Yeah. They said because there are bad side effects. Yeah. There are no side effects with the other ones. Nope. Oh, there of course aren't. not. Nope. We can't. And, and, and you're a conspiracy theorist even bring yes. it up, and so, they're going to fact check the hell out of you. But this one, that was one of the three approved ones that you could get. And by the way, you better get it, or you can't work certain jobs, or you're going to get fired, or you're going to be ostracized, or you're going to be all of these things. The government told you you had to get, and now they're going, yeah, that, it was a bad one. So now you just don't have to get that one. You know what I mean? This is the same government that that came in and said, get a shot. We're not wrong. Now, everything they said is wrong. They were wrong about the death rates. They were wrong about some of these vaccines. They were wrong about all the vaccines in the sense that it was going to stop you from getting it because science is showing now it had no fucking effect whatsoever. Yeah. You know? So now they're saying, yeah, we've got this huge increase in hepatitis in kids from 6 to 15. We just can't fucking figure out why. It's a mystery. Now, I'm not saying correlation correlation is causation, but, you know, if I'm going back in the last 12 months, uh, what's one thing that a lot of these 6 to 15-year-olds have in common? They got fucking shots. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Well, I mean, yeah, there's been a spate of heart issues overseas with athletes, young athletes, football players, um, shortly after they started doing the having the shots, and and they it's been it was a spike in heart conditions, heart attacks. Well, not only and that, but the CDC has admitted that, that some of these vaccines have caused women's menstruation cycles to change, mm-hmm. and that's just a short term. They don't know the long term. So, well, and some of them are like, yeah, this spike protein we put in there, it's weird because the body just keeps making it. Oh boy, I know. Are you sure about this trip? <laughs> mm-hmm. There there are circumstances of this trip I will be happy to share off air, but okay. no, I'm not sure about it, but we're going. Yeah. So now in in fairness to fairness, I know dozens, if not hundreds of kids who've gotten these shots and have no side effects. But it does make me queasy. Yeah. Thinking I'm doing this with my kids. Well, and then just the fact that there's diseases are cropping up and we have an unprecedented um, border crossing ep- epidemic of just illegals and, and migrants just flooding the borders. And you don't think we're going to have like um, upticks in cases like this across the country. And they're yeah, not, they're not pointing out the fact that it's, that it might be more than likely going to be related to just um, in the influx of just, unvaccinated i mean for everything <laughs> not, not just well, covid unvaccinated people coming across the border you know what's coming this summer we're gonna have a spike in covid like we always do yeah and they're gonna somebody's gonna start trying to do masks again in schools especially with kids who don't get it or don't feel the effects of it and i'm just tired of you know if you feel sick get a test no don't get a fucking test no don't get a test and see what happens yeah. no one will die it's. I mean, yeah, there will be occasionally people die, but guess what? Nobody gets out of life alive. Yeah. And going back to the thing about my kids and shots, 
I'm sure there's somebody somewhere who's going to be like, oh, you rant about principles and now you're a fucking hypocrite. Yes. <laughs> I admit that. On this topic, yeah. yes, I am. Yeah. So. Uh, I've got that video that we're talking about, Brandon Stroke or Stro- Stroke or whatever. Um, it was on Tucker Carlson talking about it. I'm going to play it real quick here. I think it's pretty short. So it's use a law enforcement agency to decide what you can say and think. And they're, of course, going to use it to do what they've been doing for quite some time, which is to punish opponents of their rule, people who criticize the Democratic Party. Brendan Strzok found out the hard way. Strzok is the founder of the Walk Away Movement. On January 6, 2021, he went to Washington. He never went in the Capitol, never committed any act of violence. We know that because he videotaped the whole thing. But they arrested him anyway and charged him with felonies and then threw him in jail. He just got out of home detention when he spoke to us today for an episode of Tucker Carlson today. Listen to him describe the moment an FBI SWAT team came to his home. Watch. Is this an Imagine ad? my surprise on Monday, January 25th at the crack of dawn when an FBI SWAT came into my apartment, uh, got me out of bed and uh, presented me with a search warrant uh, to take my property and put me in handcuffs and told me that they were taking me to jail and that I was facing multiple felony charges for what I had done on January 6th. No way. 100%. Way. Uh, they took me to jail. Way. I went through, you know, they took all my things, my my coat, my money, my my things like that. And then they processed me and they took a mugshot, um, put me on the next, took a mugshot, printed the mugshot out, made it into a bracelet and put oh, it on my wrist. Crap, it had my mugshot on it and a number. Them. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I just so became a number within the jail inmate system. From there, they took me into a concrete stall, much like a shower stall. I had to take all of my you clothes off. Boy. I was standing there completely naked while a stranger came, took my clothes away, came back and gave me a, pe- a pair of brown underwear, a brown shirt and an orange jumpsuit to put on. From there, they took me into a room called medical where a nurse guard was standing there as I walked into the room and he says to me, I need your arm. And I said, why? And he comes at me with a syringe and he said, all new inmates in the jail system have to take a TB test. I need to, you need to give me your arm. And the amount of trauma that's just like boiling up in me because I'm thinking to myself, like one hour ago, I was sleeping peacefully in my bed. And now I'm sitting here in a jail system wearing a jumpsuit and I have an inmate number and I have no say whether or not this stranger is going to inject whatever substance into my body. I have no idea. So he takes my arm, slides the needle in, and it injects something which forms a bubble and tells me uh, if uh, if it turns blue or purple, I might want to let somebody know. All right. I'm going to pause it right there. I mean, that is a nightmare. Like, especially if you know you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that they can do that to you. And that, and knowing that some of these people didn't do anything wrong and they they got disappeared because there's a I can't remember his name but one of the guys they just lost track of him they they put him they arraigned him the day like they took him in they did an arraignment hearing and then they lost track of him for like months like the system has no record of him so they're just shuffling around to different places and and just saying hey we can do whatever the fuck we want to you probably <laughs> that's what they were doing to this guy just terrorizing him I'm sure can you imagine I mean they can the government can do that to you and then they wonder, and again, I am not condoning this at all. I'm just saying this is how you make people like this. And he was a monster, but this is how you get guys like Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. I mean, he, he, here's the thing about monsters is they think they're justified. I told that to a friend of mine the other day. They were like, oh, this person, that person. I said, Pol Pot, Joseph Stalin, 
Oh, by the way, Mao, all way worse than Hitler. Mm-hmm. Hitler was bad, but they always hold him up as the example. These guys killed a hell of a lot more people. And I said, all of those people in their minds thought they were doing the right thing. Yeah, like Hitler said, he was trying to clean up the world by uh, cleaning out the untainted blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you look at that and go, ah, uh, kind of a psycho, dude. And he's like, no, seriously, let me explain. I mean, you could be like, no, there's no splain in that. Yeah. That's that's nuts. That's why I like a, you're a monster. The the movie Serenity that came out after Firefly. Yeah. The bad guy in that. He worked for the government and he's like, I'm a bad guy. I know I'm a bad guy. I have to do bad things. Otherwise, the system falls apart. They need me, and I need to do what I do. And he's like all calm and rational about it. He's like, I I am a bad guy. Well, there's a point where he even goes, he goes, what are you trying to make this perfect world you're going to live in? The guy goes, no, I'm not going to be allowed to live there. I'm terrible. (laughs) I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, that was great. I thought that was a great character and great motivation, like the way they wrote that. Yeah, who's that? What's that actor's uh, name? Chiwetel Ejiofor. He's he's an amazing actor. And that's actually his name. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. He's In every role he's in, he does a really good job yeah he was um dr strange he was in the uh yeah he's like uh, the rival to dr strange he's what he was one of the students that turn, turns into a rival kind of an anti-hero yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah he's in a lot of stuff and whenever you see him I'm like oh that guy great actor and then but, i finally learned his name i'm like that good to put the guy it's a chewatol i do for it's a lot easier to say than jimon huntsu who's also a great actor yeah so now i i don't know i i I think people lose track of, um, well, what I said in this Facebook post was that as, as conservatives, it's not that we don't trust government. We understand that government's made up of people and people are fallible and power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And so we don't want government to have too much power because it's like the one ring from the Hobbit when they offer it to, you know, like, um, uh, the elf queen or whatever, or, or Gandalf, they'll go, Ooh, yeah, that'd be bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want, I don't want that. Yeah. And that's how we look at government because we don't even trust ourselves. And the left, you see it all the time going, you can't just like give people guns. Cause they'll just go around and kill everybody. They don't like. Yeah. Cause that's what you do. Yeah. You know, but you do have to let people be their true selves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And what does that mean? I still I still am not. I've seen this many, many times. It's tired, but it's true. We won't let kids drive before they're 16. We won't let them oh, drink. That's, that's the one the one you weren't here for uh, yeah, when we won't Falcon them, and Songbird were talking about this. Won't let them drink till they're 21, yeah. but they can. And won't let them smoke before that now, but they can pick which freaking gender they are yeah. four different days of the week. Yeah. You know? Yep. I'm a monster truck. You I'm know? a raptor. Oh, okay. So you're going to start feeding me raw meat then? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what's so weird about Texas is there's that case where um, the divorce, uh, the, the husband was trying to get the wife to stop going through with the transition on his, on his boy, and he lost the court case. So what he did is he started, he's running for office so he can change the laws because he, because it's ridiculous. But that's Texas. It's even happening. But there's, you know, there's some 
real liberal strongholds in Texas. Like, well, uh, but I mean, Austin, we love to think or, Austin, right? Or Houston, Austin. Yeah. We love to think of stuff in absolutes like this sunny. Uh, I think it's Houston. Maybe it's Austin on the view. Mm-hmm. She just came out and she goes, I don't understand conservatives who are black and oh, it's an oxymoron. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. a, it's an oxymoron. And, and they're like, they're black and Latino conservatives coming out and going, you, you understand how terrible that sounds, right? Yeah. I mean, you're basically just puppets for whatever. You're, so we love to think of it in, you know, like Jersey colors. You're, like yeah. if you're if you're conservative, you have to think this way. If you're Latin, if you're a, a liberal, you have to think this way. If you're a state, you have to be this way. And states are made up of counties. And yeah. Look at an electoral and map. And they can sometime. be kind of schizophrenic. Yeah. Look at it, there's no better example than the electoral maps by county of New York, California. That's a good point. And I want to say Chicago, Illinois, you see these huge red areas and then the couple of big blue ones. We're getting late on the podcast here, but we didn't talk anything about or say anything about the war or the upcoming war with Russia, which it seems like the Democrats really fucking want bad. Um, the way they're talking about how, oh, yeah, we uh, we helped sink your battle. We helped sink the Russian battleship. Uh, yeah, we we helped kill eight generals. I mean, we gave the, the information to the. To the uh, to the Ukraine, uh, not the Ukraine Ukrainians to do it. We're we're awesome. It's like shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut up. I mean, Clay and Buck were talking about this. Uh, yeah, uh, you know what though? I was listening to that same show, and this is why I'm not really that afraid of this happening because I do think Putin's nuts. I think he's well, not nuts in the sense that he's crazy. I think he's a very smart guy. I think he knows what he's doing. He's saying, "You can't make me play by rules." I'm just going to do what I want. And so he loves to throw. I don't think he would ever use a nuclear weapon unless they were invaded. Like yeah. if. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Clay and Buck were saying, well, what happens if one of our three star generals is flying around near the border of Poland, checking stuff out and they shoot his fucking plane down? What's this administration going to do? I can answer that right now. Nothing. Yep. They're not going to do a goddamn thing. Just talk. Yeah, they're just going to be like, well, you know I what, just, we, it, we talked and there was some back channel mistakes. and It does bother me to think about how on the world stage America is perceived, like I said, schizophrenic about the states, this, uh, the states, but really the world must perceive America as extremely schizophrenic because the way our, our system is that we, and we were so diametrically opposed Democrat Republican at this point that whoever gets in, in power within you know two to four years, you know, that swing it can be 180 degree different attitude and they can take even treaties that they've, they've come up with and just figure out ways to nullify them or, or redo them. And um, I can't imagine being a foreign, you know, frenemy with America and going and trying to bet on what our attitude is going to be from one year to the next. See, I don't think they freak out that much about it really? because like when Trump got elected, you know, they were just like, Oh my God, this is terrible. And then Trump wasn't elected again. They're like, Phew, sanity's back. I think even though they know it can be schizophrenic, they really just view us as good guys and bad guys over here, cowboys and uh, and intellectuals. And they, they know, look, every once in a while, the cowboys are going to be in charge. You just wait a couple years and it goes away. Yeah, but it seems like to me right now, like there's so much damage being done. What I think is funny is a lot of Eastern Europeans like Poland yeah. and places like that are going, yeah, kind of like that Trump guy. Kind of like that stuff. Poland's for Poles. Yeah. You know, and the yeah. rest of Europe is going, hey, uh, slow it down. I mean, have you heard some of that, like... The Swedish, the Swedish, what, uh, not prime minister, but some high up in, in Sweden just admitted, yeah, we were fucking wrong. 
we we basically let a, a different nationality come into our country and and form ghettos here and we have two two societies now she's yeah. like yeah motherfucker we've been saying that for seven years mm-hmm. yeah sweden and finland are now like you know hey nato's looking like a good idea yeah mm-hmm. you know i mean there's there's got to be a point who was it it might have even been on clan buck show they said you know what's putin's you know he's unhinged and all this and they're like Putin owns a huge $300 million yacht. You know, he's got a lot of money. He's not an idiot. He knows that his his gig is good, but if it looks like he's going to get hauled out in the street and shot, he's just going to be like, you know what? I think I'm going to go live on my boat, you know? I think I know. And I, th- I think what that means is, um, you know, he's, he's enjoying the power and starting to... Um, uh, you know, try to bring Russia back to prominence again. But I don't believe for a second that the guy wants to launch nukes because he knows he's going to die doing it. Yeah. And even if he didn't, if he's got some, you know, you know, two-mile underground bunker and he would survive, there's nothing left. And his people can't be that lockstep, can they? I think they are. Are they? A uh, friend of mine is Russian. I would love to have him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, he's actually... Belarus? Yeah, Belarus really got he told me all about how putin was going to take over and he was walking me through the whole thing i'm like he's been president he can't go back to president he goes here's what he's going to (laughs) do and he told me the whole thing he said uh a lot of russian people and i'm probably saying this badly but he says they would rather live in shit and stick their thumb in the eye of the united states than look like that you know they're they're along with the west and i said but don't they love western stuff he goes oh god he says yes he goes, I one time, so this is mid-80s, you know, if you had any, he goes, if you had a pack of gum from the United States, you were like a big deal with all your <laughs> friends. He goes, I saw a guy, like, fight another guy to pick up a piece of American gum someone had spit out. Okay. I was like, he was going to pick it off the ground and chew it. He goes, yes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's fucking crazy. And he's like, yep. And he was like, it, it was a big deal. But at the same time, they want, you know, like... The Japanese love American culture, but they love loving American culture. Uh, the Russians love American culture. They just don't want to admit that they do. Hmm. They're Russians, damn it. Okay. And and it's funny because there are a lot of Russian stereotypes that you just start going, wow, that appeared to be kind of true. So <laughs> I don't know. I just I think it's, you know, it's kind of crazy. Same guy told me. He said the whole government runs on corruption and everything. The way it works is somebody gives, like a politician gives such and so the right to import cigarettes. You're the guy who signs off on the cigarettes being imported. You have no qualifications other than you can write your name. And by the way, every time you do that, I get 10%. Yeah. Sounds sort of like what Joe Biden was doing. Yep. Yep. So, so. Well, we're past time here, so... Um, got well, a once more. you edit out all of the uh, uh, sh- well, things you let play... Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if you want to get in contact with us, Facebook. Facebook page, Bread and Circuses Podcast. Uh like, comment, share. It helps us spread the spread the podcast. Uh Falcon, thanks for joining us tonight. It was nice to have you. Thank you for having me. And uh we are gonna get on Twitter. So uh, we'll we'll put we'll put it in show notes when it happens, so you can. You're looking you can, at me like I'm supposed to do that. So you can so you can uh, you can follow and uh, and uh, enjoy. All right, I'll get it done. <laughs> See you, bye.